distress among nations confused by the roaring of the sea and waves. People will faint from fear. It's just, it's intense. It's pretty metal. And so it's kind of like, what? <laughs> it's pretty metal. I love Is it. it. Not? I, w- <laughs> I wish that we could write a translation of the Bible where someone says, Jesus. That's so hardcore. That's pretty metal. Yeah, like when he gets, when he gets That's what Peter says back to him when he's like, the son of man must suffer and die. He's like, whoa. <laughs> that's, that's pretty metal. No way, dude. That's so punk rock. No, no way. I can't. I You're can't not hardcore unless you live hardcore. Yeah. But the legend of the rent was way hardcore. Yeah. Um, Jack Black. Jesus. <laughs> okay, wait. I need to focus, dude. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Faith to Go podcast, your one-stop shop for everything you need to have faith discussions throughout your week with your friends and with your family. My name is David Tremaine, and I'm the director of Faith Formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral in rainy San Diego. And I'm Maya Little Sonia, and I'm the youth minister. I'm Jackie Pippin, and I'm the digital resource curator in snowy Japan. Snowy Japan. In rainy San Diego. Rainy so much San precipitation. Diego. Yeah, so much precipitation. All of them. The waters in the sky are falling in many different forms today. Evaporation, condensation, precipitation, falling down. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's your lesson for the week, everyone. So we are starting Advent 1 this week. If you're listening to this, you are in Advent 1. Congratulations. What's your uh, lectionary New Year resolution, David? Hmm. I am going to look at the Bible every day. Just look at it. Yeah. Just have it on your coffee <laughs> Just table. look at it. Yes, on my show. <laughs> um, every but day of this upcoming lectionary year. Yeah. To do this podcast, so let's get it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're in lectionary year C. It's Luke's year this year. We just finished Mark's year. And uh, so when we do the gospel reading uh we're going to talk a little bit about the gospel of luke in general and then a little bit about advent in general as we get ready for those two new things one a new liturgical season in advent and two a new liturgical and lectionary year uh starting this sunday so so like every week we're going to start with our uh favorite fun fact segment combining our two previous fun fact segments fun facts about japan and fun facts about my son george tremaine to one super fun, fun fact segment called George Pan Venn Diagram, where we find the similarities and differences between fun facts about Japan and fun facts about George. So, Jackie has the Japan fun fact for today. I do. Um, Slurping your food is actually a good thing in Japan. Uh, The louder you slurp, the more you like your food. And so it's perfectly acceptable in ramen shops to just hear a lot of slurping going on. Wow. Wow. Sounds noisy. It it can be noisy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let me tell you who else is noisy. George. What? How is he noisy? Well, he loves right now, his favorite thing is sucking on his hands. He like sucks on his fingers as many. Sometimes he can get four of his fingers into his mouth. What a guy! And so, <laughs> I was sitting in a meeting yesterday with him, and he was just sucking on his fingers, and it was so loud. I didn't realize how loud the slurping is until it was a quiet, quiet room with other people in it that were trying to hear something. Don't worry, that's my baby. That's that's and it was just George slurping on his fingers. So George also slurps when he is just 
in pursuing his favorite hobby yeah. of eating his fingers uh, to show his own enjoyment for for what he's doing. So both That's- Japan and George make a lot of slurping noises. So uh, the judges don't seem to like the word slurp very much. They're covering their ears. <laughs> yes. Who does? But as they as they slowly file out of the room, they're all giving a thumbs up. So uh, the, the judges all agree that that is a similarity between George and Japan. So I, I don't know how many weeks in a row we have won, but our winning streak continues. If you're listening wow. at home, you get um, a free iPhone. Congratulations. Can you your money for that? <laughs> you can redeem your iPhone by going to an AT&T store and paying for an iPhone. Right. So congratulations, everyone. Uh, and now we're going to move on to the gospel. Like every week, the um, Faith to Go resources, which you can find at myfaithtogo.org, are all based on the gospel for this Sunday, which is Sunday, December 2nd also known as Advent 1 for 2018. Um, So Jackie is going to read the gospel, and then we're each going to take a moment to highlight a theme from the gospel that you hope you incorporate into your faith discussions this week using those faith-to-go resources. So the gospel for Advent 1 this Sunday is Luke 21, 25 to 36. There will be signs in the sun the moon, and the stars, and on earth distress among nations confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in like a cloud with with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up, raise your heads, and because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that on that day does not catch you unexpectedly, like a trap, for it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. All right. This is a great example a great illustration of how we are not in Christmas yet. Because um, this is not what you would expect, what you might expect from a Advent reading is something about Mary or Joseph or a baby Jesus Nuh-uh. or wise men. Not today Christmas. No. We are not in, we, this is not Christmas yet. So <clears throat> we ha- there's a very, there's an emphasis and a distinction that is always being made every year about being really intentional, um, really intentional about the season of Advent and marking it as its own important, specific liturgical season, separate from the season of Christmas, which is those twelve days of Christmas that we all know so well about from the song. So the twelve days of Christmas start on Christmas Day, and so that's its own 
liturgical season of Christmas, and then Christmas goes into Epiphany on January 6th. But all of the days from the fourth, the four Sundays before Christmas, leading up to Christmas Day, are the season of Advent. And so we get this reading from Jesus about the signs of things to come and of the son, of the coming of the Son of Man and of anticipation. And this is definitely not a Christmas story reading. It's not very fuzzy. The whole point is to is to highlight this theme in Advent and this feeling of anticipation and of preparation and of like of awareness and watchfulness that's happening also we don't talk about the the other readings from the lectionary in this podcast but like in the Old Testament readings from Hebrews from the Hebrew scriptures and in the other readings it's also this kind of like um, anticipatory all these prophetic readings about salvation and the coming of the Son of Man and the coming of the Redeemer and the coming of someone, Redemption, the yeah. coming of something, you know? Something is coming, something is coming, something is coming. Something big. And so it's that thing is, that that anticipation is embodied in the story of Mary, this pregnant woman who has been told that she's going to give birth to a boy named Jesus who is, you know, going to be uh, the Savior and the Anointed One and the Messiah um, but it's that we are all kind of invited to take part in this like pregnancy of waiting and anticipation and ex- expectation uh, through this season of Advent. We're going to get into the gospel. So Jackie has the first point for this gospel reading for today. Our, yeah. Um, my point today comes from verse 27. Uh, then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up, raise your hands because your redemption is drawing near. And uh, I picked this one today partially because I still want to talk about Christmas. (laughs) 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 And I'm not ashamed of that. But, um, you know, we have this time of year in which we are waiting for baby Jesus to be born and baby Jesus to be present in our lives. And it is amazing because during this time, we, we try to slow down, to be, to be more aware of what's happening, to be more aware of what's happening in church and Jesus that's coming. But it's hard. It's hard with Christmas shopping and gifts to be purchased and wrapping to do and decorating to do and all of the hustle that happens during Christmas. Um, But this verse is such a great reminder that we are not the only ones that struggle to be aware of the coming of Jesus. Like not only does that happen for us when we're waiting for him to be born, but it also happens his entire life. (laughs) And for the disciples, as they wait for adult Jesus, that they've seen do miracles and they're still unsure about the person that they're waiting for. Um, and so this is a call to really think about how we can take that time to be alert this Advent season. Part of the whole season of Advent is this invitation to to engage with it, like you're saying. Like, how are we going to engage with this season intentionally? And there's, uh, like I said, there's an emphasis every year on on highlighting the season of Advent and also I think a movement towards kind of making it more like Lent in that 
we're like taking on something, some sort of like special practice to help us engage and be and be increasingly aware of the season that we're in, and to do that work of preparation and and deeper engagement uh, with ourselves. And so it's like a season of invitation to take something on as we head into this, do this work of preparation. And so I think there's always an invitation to everybody, uh, like Jesus is saying here, of, you know, different ways to engage and to create that kind of uh, ability to be present and aware. And so what are the, what are the practices that people can take on? Is it uh, like... Like you could, there's just a lot of different spiritual practices that you could do every day. There's there's scripture reading. There's different prayer practices. Um, the Episcopal Church right now has the Way of Love resources on its website, and they have an Advent calendar uh, for for doing a practice every day. So just a, there's just a lot of options for different ways to to engage with this season in that same way that we think about engaging with Lent, you know, and giving something up. But this Advent season, we can take something on and, and help us to engage with it at an even deeper level in that time of preparation and expectation and, cre- and, sp- and creating space. So I think that's a cool idea. So Jackie's point uh, directly actually chronologically leads into my point because my point is about um, now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. near which is verse 28 of the story. And I think it ties in well because um, it's kind of about this um, contemplation that David had mentioned and the spiritual practices and preparation, as Jackie had mentioned. And so the things that begin to take place, what they're referring to is at the beginning of the um, reading, they said, you know, kind of some crazy stuff. There'll be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. And on earth, distress among nations confused by the roaring of the sea and waves. People will faint from fear. It's just, it's intense. So when these kind of crazy things start to take place, um, I think a lot of people's first instinct would be the fainting from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world. And I feel often that is the case in our present time where people are it's almost like a pessimism bias or something. It's almost like uh, premature grieving of like mm-hmm. how awful our world is. And it's like, oh, it's not that it's like coming to be awful. It's our world is awful, especially with like recent headlines and, and our political climate and everything. It's like people are so dismayed and distressed and they're just kind of almost in a way by doing that and mourning it, they're kind of throwing up their hands in resignation to the problem. And when you say, like, it's like grieving before anything's dead. And so it's kind of, he's calling us to, even though there's distress among the nations, to not despair, to not give up, and to keep, to stand up and raise our heads. So that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, like, buck up, kiddo. Like, the world sucks, but keep your head up. It's more of... Um, don't realize that this pain is for a reason. And if you keep your head up, then your eyes will be looking forward and you will eventually be able to see why that, what that reason really is. Why, instead of the confusion of the roaring of the sea, you will acknowledge the roaring of the sea because your head is up and you'll recognize um, with those signs like why this is happening. It ties a lot to what I think we had talked about a few weeks ago with the labor pains. Mm-hmm. Um, that Jesus had mentioned about um, 
how when something's super painful, uh, it's painful, period, just at full stop. <laughs> and but eventually, like through the birth, even though birth is painful, like, you can look at a child and be like, oh, this was for you. And then all of that, your pain has a purpose. Your pain has meaning. And so I think he's saying that he's saying, you know, keep your head up and recognize that don't resign to the suffering. Be active. Recognize that's for a purpose and be engaged with that purpose and the pain that is a result of that purpose. Mm-hmm. Like he says, because you're raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Right. Like in the midst of this terrible, all this terrible stuff, be aware that when these terrible things are happening, it's not a sign that everything is terrible, but that something, something, something like there's something big coming. Just like those birth pangs mean that there's a human life that will be born soon. Right. It's like something big and life-giving is coming. In, the, in a, few, a few verses later, he says something similar. Um, this generation. You... <clears throat> So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. So your redemption is near. The kingdom of God is near. It means that, to me, like, the kingdom of God and redemption, these two things are one and the same. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the kingdom of God before as something that is, like, already and not yet. And also something that is much more about relationships that happen now and our ability to be aware and, and present with people now than some far-off land that is covered, like, surrounded by pearly gates and things. Right, yeah. Um, but, uh, like you're saying, and, and he says, Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have, all these things have, all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Nobody's gonna, nobody gets to miss this suffering. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one gets to jump to the conclusion. You can nobody, run, but you can't hide. Nobody gets to skip Advent and go to Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, Jackie. Like, no one gets to jump past Can I try? <laughs> yes, yeah, I try. said you can run, but you can't hide. No, like, one, no one gets to skip this necessary, like, these necessary signs of these birth pangs, of the sadness, of the frustration, of the conflict. But you don't want... But but be aware that you don't need to, because the thing that you're there is nothing. It's not possible to to move past them. You can pretend like they're not there. You can keep your head down, like mm-hmm. you're saying. But that's just like living in an illusion. That's like pretending that what's happening isn't happening. And if we do it, and if we let this kind of thing happen, heaven and earth will pass away. Like our our beliefs about things will pass away. Because we're growing. Because What's we're important always, like, to growing us will pass learning. away. Yeah. Like the things we hold dear. Right. What we think is heaven. What we think is God. What we think is important. What we think we have to have. Like It'll these slip things through our will be gone. Yeah. Right. But there is something eternal. There's some eternal truth that will always be. My words. The things that Jesus is teaching. Like the truths between the words that will always right. be. Right. Not there. actual words. But yeah, the truth right. of behind the words that he is speaking. Yeah. yeah. And that makes me think of, of my the point that I want to make because it's that it's that last part of the gospel. Um, <clears throat> be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life. And that day does not catch you unexpectedly, like a trap. For it will come up it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may not 
praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. So I just love this be alert at all times thing as we go into Advent. And especially as thinking about what you said about the, like the conflict and the suffering and the frustration and sadness that, you know, that precedes the coming of the kingdom of heaven, that precedes the coming of redemption. Is that like Jesus is inviting us to engage with that suffering, to, to engage with our humanity, to engage with the world around us. And like Jackie's, Jackie's were talking about, talking about Advent and engaging with Advent and taking on like these spiritual practices. Like it's all about being active. This word, um, alert, right? be alert is two words in, is, is the, the root of the word is two words in Greek. And one is like hypnos, hip, hypnotize, like be asleep, right? And so it's like, don't be asleep. But the other one is a word that means like to catch something, to like be on a hunt, to like Prowl. be, like, yeah, to like be out there trying to get something. <laughs> yes, I'm doing this with my hands. Like, David's doing like, like the lion. paw print. He's doing it over and over. Catch it. Catch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, the whole the whole point of it is like being. It's not an. It's not about just like not being asleep. It's about being actively alert, actively awake, actively engaging with this process, with the things that are happening around us. And Jesus is saying this is an invitation to. In- continue to become present to God and to the way that God is being born into our lives all the time. We don't have to wait for Christmas to see that. And so it's about engagement and, and the activity of being awake. You know, being awake is not a passive thing. So we have three things. Uh, number one was uh, Jackie's about um, taking advantage of Advent as a time to uh, take on practices that help us um, engage with the season and with ourselves. Number two was Maya's about these difficult, frustrating times of conflict that we want to run away from and talk about as being bad, but actually are indications, as Jesus is saying, that the kingdom of heaven is near, that redemption is near. And the third one was from me uh, about being alert and about how being alert isn't about just not being asleep, but about actively engaging in that process that Jesus is inviting us to and that in Advent invites us to. So having heard that uh, discussion, Jackie is going to read the gospel one more time and see if you hear anything new come out this next time you hear it. There will be signs in the sun the moon and the stars, and on the earth distress among the nations confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up, raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. 
Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. All right, that's our episode for this week. We hope you all have a wonderful and joyful and quiet and uh, anticipatory first week of Advent. Make sure to go check out all of the Faith to Go resources at www.myfaithtogo.org where you can also subscribe to get our weekly email that comes out on Sunday mornings. Um, make sure to check us out on Instagram and follow us at Faith to Go. Uh, you can also check out Episcopal Cafe, which is an Episcopal um, news website, and they have a lot of good articles and podcasts. We are listed on their podcast page. And make sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you have any questions or comments or want to share any stories from your Faith to Go discussions, you can send us an email uh, to faithtogo at stpaulcathedral.org. So I hope you have a good uh, faith dis- some good faith discussions this week. We hope you have a good first week of Advent. And we'll be back in your podcast feed next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.